With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the show. 19 minutes past 7 o'clock on a beautiful morning here in Tasmania. SEN Tassie Breakfast with Brent Costello and Tim Payne. And Payne, historic moment. We've got our very first talkback caller. Beauty. It is Andy from Tarrag, and that's over there in Victoria. Welcome to the show, Andy. Uh, thank you for the kind words, guys. Welcome to the SEN Tassie. I hope it goes well with you boys. Thank Thanks, you, Andy. Mate. Good on you, mate. Appreciate that. Uh, what can we do for you, Andy? Uh, I've got you a question, like I do with Andy and Yagi down here in Melbourne every Friday afternoon after the three thirty news. And the question is: Name me the three best recruits of the year and one best rookie for season twenty twenty three. Oh, gee, three best recruits and one best rookie. Who's mm. your rookie? Well, it's been a bit of a, a mix, hasn't it? Um, obviously, Dacos, oh, not Dacos, sorry, um, Sheasel started so yeah. well. He sort of tapered off, come pretty good Ashcroft. again. back up. Ashcroft, before he did his knee. Um, who else have we had? Oh, there's been some good ones. I'm going to go Ashcroft yeah. for the rookie. I'll go Sheasel. Just to be different. Yep. And recruit, I'm going to go Josh Dunkley. Mm-hmm. And I think he's got a bit more to come as well. I think if... He can have a big final series. I think Brisbane can go all the way, which will make him the standout recruit of the year. Mm-hmm. Don't mind it. I'm going to go a bit left field and say, and I think I can make this count, Liam Jones. Obviously, he spent... North Hobart's own. North Hobart's own. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> so I'll go Liam Jones. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for your call. Good to have you part of the show. Tell us who you think the rookie of the year is in the AFL, the rising star, or who the best recruit might be via the text line. We'd love to hear from you this morning on 0437 552 we'll have to get Andy back next week. I might have to. I have to. Send us a question too if you've got one for Alastair Clarkson, who join us later this hour as well. But it is now time for an AFL injury update thanks to HCI Healthcare Insurance. For easy health insurance, say hi to HCI. Essendon has been hit by a wave of injuries ahead of tonight's big clash against Collingwood at the MCG. Six bombers, Jai Caldwell, Matt Guelphie, Peter Wright, Sam Draper, Jake Stringer and Jake Kelly are all out through injury, though it was a, it was it has allowed Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody to return for his final game, which is very, very exciting for the Pies. First-year player Jacob Bryan is out after he suffered a concussion in his debut last week. While defender Nathan Murphy will miss with multiple corks in his back and glute region. Collingwood has regained Jordan Degoe and Bobby Hill from injury, though, which is good news for them. That was thanks to HCI Healthcare Insurance. Say hi to HCI for great value non-profit health insurance made right here in Tasmania. Multiple corks. That's what Hammers put down there for us, Tim. What about the Bombers? What are they all out with, do you reckon? Bruised ego? Oh, maybe. Goodness (laughs) Maybe. Yes, maybe. Now, the big talking point this week, though, was, of course, Damien Hardwick officially signing with the Gold Coast Suns on a six-year deal. Before I get your thoughts, Tim, here's some of what Dimmer had to say earlier this week. 
80% of our first premiership side is sitting in this room right now. You know, there'll be a few bits added along the way, but the fact of the matter is this side and this club are very capable of, of saluting in the not-too-distant future. So that, to me, is very, very exciting. And I think every year we're, we're, we're gunning for finals. There's no question about that, and then we'll build and we'll build. I'm not putting a ceiling on this group. I love that. I reckon he could have come in and gone, we've been terrible yeah. over the journey, but he's gone, nah. This this club is already set up for success. Eighty percent of the players are already here for our premiership team, our first premiership team. Loved it. Yeah, confident. Mm. Absolutely confident, as you'd expect from a seasoned three time premiership coach. And as we I think we've spoken about him a few times. At times when you see the Suns play well, you just think if they were pointed in the right direction, then final they should be playing finals with the talent they've got but do you i don't know do you agree with that 80 percent of their first premiership team is there it'd be nice to have a stat in five years time if they mm. do win one yeah look, I mean, it's it, a big call they've got some good players we know that and they've got, got some talent good ones coming in too so whether he means including those that are coming including in, the three that they've got coming, coming in this year. the academy yeah. yeah so yeah no it's 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 he's, he'd be licking his lips wouldn't he Oh, He's you obviously could, picked you could tell he was licking his lips. Mm. He said it's like getting a whole new bunch of toys on Christmas Day. Exactly. Um, what are your thoughts on a six-year contract? Well, you got to do it, don't you? For someone like him, you got to offer him an incentive to go up. So I think that's spot on, really. It's Five a long would, time. It is a long time. It's a long time. That's like Tassie could be in the comp by then. And so. so, what's a what's a success after the six-year look like? I mean, they've set. He said we should be playing finals. Absolutely. So that's year one. Finals. Yeah. Next year they should play finals. And in that six years, they'd be thinking they can win a premiership, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you get to the end of the six years and they haven't, then what? Or if they miss finals the next two years, then what? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. I don't know. It's, I mean, you've got, to get, you've got to get... He's the best coach they've had. There's no doubt about oh, it. He's absolutely. got star power... You got to back him in. and I don't think he'll do a great job. We've got I to actually, text. I actually think they've got every coach appointment wrong. Yeah, the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. If you go right back to the start, McKenna, to Ede, to Jew. Yep. I don't think they've got it right. This is the type of coach that they needed right from 100%, the get go. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Tried and tested in a new club, and hopefully Tasmania, when we go down that road, do the same thing. Get us on the Kia Tassie open line. Uh, 0437 is the text. We've got Brad from Launceston texting in saying he thinks Harry Sheasel will be the rising star. And the recruit, someone we overlooked, uh, Pony, Tim Taranto, who's had an yep. unbelievable year for Richmond. Well, I didn't make the finals. No. no that's he did true. have a good year, but that's why I thought Dunkley. And I think Dunkley's got a bit more. I think the Brisbane, they're about to. You've taken into account. Yeah, yep. they're in the box seat, aren't they? This yep. is this is their chance to do it. And right they won in Melbourne, year. which they haven't been able to do. Which but the I think thing is, a bit of a monkey off their back. I was talking to the sports minister Nick Street the other day, who's a big Brisbane man, and he made the right point that you know if they can get two home finals at the Gabba, they only got to win one game in Melbourne if they That's do true. it properly. So yeah, and anything can happen on Grand Final day. Another text in here from uh, Craig and Rosney. Get around the STJFL girls finals on Sunday at North Hobart Oval. These girls are right in the age group of our initial AFLW side. Thanks for your text, Craig. That's a very, very good point as well. Let's get back to the AFL. Who will get the final spot in the eight, Pony? It's down to two games. Uh, the Dogs against the injury hit Geelong side tomorrow night. And then we have to wait until Sunday, potentially, to get the eight locked in the, the last game between Carlton and GWS. So it's going to be an interesting weekend. Mm. Too, tight to, too tight to tell, I reckon. 
I, I just can't call it. The, I think the dogs are going to get lucky with a few of the cats being that's right. left that, out. That, that, but they got just, just got beaten by West Coast. Hmm. So to go to Geelong as well, isn't it? It's down there. It's down Geelong, yep. That's a big... It's still a big game. It's a tough win. And then, the yeah, the Blues have been red hot on a winning streak. But the Giants the other night, as bad as Essendon were, looked like the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, that's right. And they are peaking at the right time. So I think the Giants might beat the Blues. And you can, how could you possibly tip the Western Bulldogs at the moment? Mm-hmm. I heard Jordan Canillis uh, describe it really well this morning on his show. And he said it's a layup. They can't miss it. You can't miss this can't miss this shot. Who? The dogs. Oh, they're going to miss all, it. With all Geelong's injuries. They just got beaten by West Coast. I know. But with all Geelong's injuries and a, a final spot on the line, you can't stuff it up. Well, they just did against I know. West Coast. I they were know. worse than Geelong. I know. I know. And it's going to take some some bouncing back. Just on that. Some belief. Luke Beveridge. Does Luke Beveridge need to go? Oh, I don't think he needs to go. I don't think he's done a bad job, but I could certainly see why you might go in another direction. Mm-hmm. It's not to say... Like, everyone looks at people getting sacked or losing their job or a club making a cause as a bad thing. You can do it well and say, look, you've been amazing. You, you coached us to a premiership. You got us to another grand final. But it's it's had its time. It mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's working. There's a lot of stuff coming out of the club if you listen to people in Melbourne around the way he's been and the power he's got at the club and Rowan Smith getting the sack last week that he didn't want so maybe the writing is on the wall but it's not a doesn't have to be a a Stuart Jew type axing it can be done in a way that's good for all parties and and Luke Brevage will get a job at another club because he's a proven he's a premiership coach and that doesn't happen by fluke but it looks like they may have run their course I think let us know your thoughts on the Kia Tassie open line. Should Luke Beveridge stay or go? 0437 552 Text in here from Dave from Gilston Bay. Thoughts on Brody Grundy's position at Melbourne. Will he be traded again? Got to feel sorry for a guy who never wanted to leave Collingwood and now finds himself struggling to make their team. And I don't so- think he will be. You don't think he'll be traded? No. Oh, I think he'll absolutely be no. traded. I think they were actually quite strong on it yesterday. I listened yeah, that, to Alan Richardson on Dwayne yeah, Russell. So did I. And he said, no, he is a big part of our future. He's got to go. And it hasn't, why does he have to go? So he can actually play in the position he wants to play in every week. All right. Sydney or Port Adelaide, he'll be at, I reckon. Well, I think he, I don't think they're letting him go. I don't think they're going to trade him. I thought that was really clear in that What interview. if he wants to go, though? Do you want to keep a bloke at your club that doesn't want to be there? Has he said he doesn't want to be there? Well, I think he will. He mightn't have yet. I think he will. I don't know. Well, I think it can work. Mm. It hasn't worked. It hasn't this year. Yet. They've, <laughs> they've both played well in the ruck. They just one of them needs to be yeah. able to go forward. Yeah. And that's obviously working progress. But come next year, maybe it, they dominate mm. resting forward. He hasn't done it much. He's going to get better at it. Maybe he spends more time down there in the preseason, and he becomes a, a really good forward for them. Let us know your thoughts, 0437 Will Brody Grundy be at Melbourne next year? Now, we're going to get to the news, Pony, but just quickly, just tipping the cap to a few more retirements this week. Tom Jonas, Phil Davis, Josh Bruce, uh, McDonald Tip and Woody, who we mentioned earlier, Tom Hickey and Johnny Segler. So the list goes on and on. It feels like we've got a list of... Is it just me or has it been more this year than any other year? Extraordinary. It must be pushing 30 now. (laughs) 30 people, I reckon. 
have to be. It's just um, and, and you know some of the biggest names we have seen. So, yep. uh, well done to everyone. If you are playing one last game this weekend before you retire from the AFL, we're gonna get, get got to get to new sport and weather because after this, the CEO of Taz Racing, Andrew Jenkins, will join us on the line here on SEN Tassie Breakfast, and we've got our guest tips to coming up as well. Looking forward to it. That's after new sport and weather here. Thanks to Harrison Agents, we are Tasmanian.